How do I ask strong questions? How do I become a connection where someone's like, yo, we got to do this again? Or you looking for what? I know somebody. Because when that person connects you to someone else, they become a plug. They become an asset. You make them look good. So everyone has something to win and gain from connecting when done properly. Welcome back to another episode of When Hers United, the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, and I truly appreciate you listening in. This is season 11, episode three, entitled Live Your Dreams with E.C. Aladejobi. Before we jump into the interview, I want to tell you more about me and When Hers United, the podcast. I believe that success leaves clues. And When Hers United, the podcast was created to give you the clues you need to succeed in business, mindset, personal development, and self-care. These are the four pillars we stand on here at When Hers United, which is why they are emphasized. So we all can live a complete and fulfilled life, both personally as well as professionally. I also believe that you can't be what you can't see, which is why When Hers United showcases women of color entrepreneurs. If you love When Hers United, please invite someone you know to listen and tell your friend to tell a friend. Let's spread the knowledge, y'all. You know, we believe in being empowered and empowering on. Now, without further ado, let's get into season 11, episode three, entitled Live Your Dreams with E.C. Aladejobi. All right, so we are back with another amazing, winning woman of color entrepreneur, E.C. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Nicole. Excited to be here. Yes, excited to have you, to learn from you and all the things, right? So before we get started, let me all tell you more about E.C., Okay, E.C. Joby is a transformational career and business growth strategist who's passionate about shifting the narrative in people's personal lives, particularly women of color who feel unseen, unheard, undervalued, and underrepresented in their careers. A change maker in her own right, E.C. seeks to push women to refocus their mindsets on the core details and what truly matters to live out their destinies. She says, yes, rising women can lead their dream roles, match their income to their value, and confidently and gracefully push back to a world that's told them no for far too long. Listen, easy. I'm, look, okay. <laughs> I say yes to all of that too, right? <laughs> All right. So let's start off by you telling us what inspires you to start your company and how did you know it was time to do so? Great question. So I didn't really set out to be an entrepreneur like a lot of entrepreneurs. It kind of happened to me. I felt really led by the Lord to make the shift. So I was someone who really was trying to figure out what am I called to do in this world? I don't believe in living the plan B version of your life or settling. I want it all. And I want the best version. And so what propelled me into this work was for many years, I didn't know what I was called to do. And then I figured it out, right? And I was like, wait, this took me almost 10 years. 
I don't want it to take anyone else this long. What took me 10 years, I wanted to take women that look like me less than 10 weeks. And that is really how I came into this work. That's the short of it. I like that. I like that. Yeah, because I feel like that's one of the things, right, that a lot of people wonder, like, what's my purpose? What should I be doing? Right. And I know one of your things is purpose aligned positions. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's talk more about that. Like, what advice do you have for anyone listening in relation to finding their purpose aligned position in entrepreneurship? Ooh. Your purpose aligned position in entrepreneurship. So when I take that and apply it to entrepreneurship, what I hear is, how do I find where I belong in this busy world of entrepreneurship? And there's a lot of different ways to kind of get into entrepreneurship. You can see an opportunity and then say, you know what? I can see how I can maximize and capitalize off this opportunity and start a business. For many women of color, though, where do we start? We really start with our gifts, our passion, our skills. So I would say, one, you want to sit down and assess, what do you really love? When people say things like, what would you do for free? Really, what would you do for free? What could you teach people all day long? What could you be around all day long and just not get sick and tired of? So for me, for example, I love facilitating transformation. I'm obsessed with it more than the common person. And so that's why this work of coaching and strategy really speaks to me. So I've been able to find my purpose aligned position by turning inward because I always tell people your purpose is uncovered, not discovered. Uncovered because it's in you. When God dropped you on this earth, you came complete, right? So we just have to do that work of uncovering. So I would really say sit still and begin to ask yourself some point questions. What skills do you use over and over? In what situations do you really shine? And that begins to open up a pathway to purpose aligned positioning entrepreneurship. I like that. I like that. Look, that might be, you know, that sit still for a person with ADHD, you know, that, that could <laughs> be a little hard, but it's necessary. <laughs> that could be a little hard, but I love that. And you really spoke to me in relation to that, right? Cause I'm a person that has a lot of skills, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that people with a lot of skills and a lot of gifts, you know, something like this could be difficult. Cause it's like, Oh, Sort of like that shiny penny syndrome or squirrel here, squirrel there to where it's like, oh, I should do this. I should do that. I should do this. Right. Yeah. But like, I think what you said is key in relation to, you know, like, what could you do for free? Right. Because I could do many things, but it's not that many things that I like to do nonstop, you know. Mm -hmm. So just because you can do it doesn't mean that it's that thing, you know, that you should be doing. Right. I would juxtapose that, Nicole, with. What is also a viable option? Mm. What's going to give you good money? I was telling my women, whether it's career or business, not every hobby is to be monetized. Not every purpose and gifting is meant for you to make money from. Some of it is for volunteerism. Some of it is supposed to stay a hobby. So then it's you understanding the marketplace, understanding, well, where is there a demand for this gifting? How can I package it? How can I present it? and best leverage it to help me hit my goals. So you have to think about your gifting and your purpose and think about your goals and bring it all together and say, okay, I'm looking at multiple data points. Now I can decide what I want to bring to the forefront. And that's the part of the coach. They help you decipher that and figure that out. Right. I, lo I love that. I love that looking data. Look, I listen, I ran mm -hmm. from data for a long time, but data is something that's near and dear to my heart, you know, that not a lot of people are into, right? 
And, you know, when you take time and assess what's in front of you with data, you know, not those gushy feelings, but that data, those numbers, those hard facts. Right, right, right. Okay. So you use the word that I know is one of your words, right? You talked about uncover, not discover, uncover. I thought that was super powerful. And I know that when we spoke before, you talked about uncovering the gold within. So mm-hmm. tell us what that means. And, you know, just just give us your whatever you have for us in relation to that. Yeah. So, man, when we talk about truly being successful, Nicole, and doing work we love in this life, work that matters, it starts with us recognizing the incredible value we have to offer. And that's what I talk about that goal. A lot of times it's unrefined. It's been covered by a lot of people's opinions of what they think is valuable. You might've grown up and been a really strong writer or heavily creative. Someone told you that doesn't make money or that's not going to take you far. And what do you do? You bury it. And if you're not careful, you will go to the grave with it. So when I talk about being purposeful in uncovering gold, what I'm saying is sit down and take stock, real stock of your gifts, your talents, your strengths, what God has put in you to impact and change this world. If you can get a revelation of your greatness as it relates to what you do better than anyone else, you show up differently. The business deals are bigger. The way you show up online is different because you're confident. When we talk about gold backing money, the reason why, I mean, granted the economy is a little different now, but money is created on this idea of we have gold backing this money. So when you understand the gold in you, it backs you when you go out to speak, when you price your packages, right, for your offer, when you are asking for that increased salary, you have that gold backing you. But if you don't know the gold that you carry and the power that you carry, and you can't put language to the gold within you, then you will always receive much less than what you deserve. Mm, That was good. That was really good. I love that metaphor like that. Look, listen, y'all. EC ain't come to play today, honey. She ain't come to play. Hey, okay. I love that, right? (laughs) And you really spoke to my heart, right? And it just made me think of some ways that I know I still struggle. And I'm sure, you know, if I'm struggling, someone else is struggling in relation to that, right? Like we have this gold. You know, we may have had people that told us it wasn't gold. You know, we may have been in situations where people minimized, minimized our gifts, right? So like, how can you speak to something that you may not even equivalent to being gold, but it truly is gold? Like, how can we help someone like that? What you want to do, I always say one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is the gift of self-awareness. You've got to sit down and you've got to take stock and you might need to do a little bit of research because one thing that we do and someone might hear like research. Okay, that's an interesting answer. We are so used to our gold and our greatness. We don't even know it's gold, right? So there's people who have downplayed our gold. Sometimes we've just had the gold so long, we no longer value it or see it that way. So it's sitting down, like, for example, in my program, we do this really big questionnaire that helps you take stock of your gifts, your talents, your strengths, all the good stuff. And one of the questions is, ask 10 friends, what are three words you would use to describe me? Mm. And you would find out. And then the second question is, if you could ask me to help you with one thing, what would that be? Mm. Anyone who's listening to this, I want you to actually do that. You will be floored at what people say. 
you will absolutely see a common theme because people can see the gold on you. A lot of the times they see you in your element. And a lot of times they assume you know. So no one really goes out of their way to say, wow, Nicole, you're really observant. I noticed that about you. Keep that up. And you being a great observer, now that translates in all these areas, right? Most people don't do that because they think you already know how great you are. That is something tactical and strategic you can do to start opening up. Oh my goodness. Okay, this person said this. They also used that word. Then three people said they would ask me for help on this. And then you take that and you couple it with more evidence, more research. Then you take a 16 personalities test. Then you take the strength finders, right? And you start to do what we call putting the golden threads together. Mm. It begins to become a pattern. You see the same words begin to show up. So that's one way we could be deeply strategic. Now, once you are collecting this information, you have to now receive it. Because if your mindset is really kooky and a little crazy, and you've had a lot of people speaking negativity, what'll happen is once you gather that information, you'll be like, well, girl, everybody can do that. Oh, please, who's going to pay you to do that? Oh, please, who cares? Everyone and their mama, what? Remember when you were in the fifth grade and you lost a spelling bee? You can't write. And so you've got to deal with all the toxic narratives and all the demons because the enemy comes to still kill and destroy. And he would love nothing more than for you to not be in your purpose and calling. Because once that happens, watch out world. So, mm. as you right mm. there. Okay, look, interview over, y'all. Interview over. Listen, easy. That was so, so good. That was really good. And it, it was the receive it for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it really is, you know, because mm-hmm. we can be our own worst enemies, Absolutely. you know, so getting out your own way, you know, and allowing right. your light to shine, you know, mm-hmm. or yourself to be as great as you actually are, you know, mm-hmm. believing it, right, and, and moving forward in that. I love those personality test shout outs. Look, I done took They're the helpful. 16. I done took the strength finders. Y'all go take the personality helpful. assessments and learn more about yourself. Yeah. So I know another big part of evolving in your career, in your business is about making the right connections, right? That's one of the things that you preach near and dear, right? So tell us about how we know when a connection is right and not so right. Mm, Good question. That might not be the right question, right? It might not be about what's right or not right. Because when you think that way, you get too transactional. Because mm. let's keep it funky. Everybody wants to meet somebody. So who can help me do what? Right? We're not naive. But you've got to come into networking connection with the mindset of, yo, I actually want to get to know the work you do. And I actually want to learn about you. Because if you don't do that, what's going to happen is the, the part of you that desires to hopefully gain something from this relationship, which is not a sin, will overtake. And cause it to be really transactional. So the mindset going in is, listen, I want to connect with dope people because dope people know dope people. Dope people have gems. Dope people are a wealth of knowledge. And I just want to learn about you. And in learning about you, I want to share about me. And if there's something that can come from this, awesome. So that's the mindset right there. So you want to seek out connections with people who care to connect. Mm. Or we talk about right or wrong. There's some people that they could care less. They're like, don't talk to me. Don't hit me up or anything. I don't want to do a coffee chat with you. My money is my time. And of course, I respect that, right? Absolutely. But there is a place for pure connection. But you also be someone of value. That is the real key. And 
being someone of value looks like coming to the conversation with great questions. Mm. Being a dope listener, taking notes, and then coming across an article and an opportunity and sending it to that person. Oh, you really want to stand out? Let me find out Nicole loves flowers or Nicole is looking for speaking engagements in the DNI space. And I find something. There's a call for DNI speakers. Nicole, we had a great conversation the other day. I saw this opportunity. I wanted to send it your way because I know you said you were looking to level up in speaking and just wanted to send this your way. You will never forget me because I now become someone who's creating opportunities that puts food on your table that helps you hit goals. I become unforgettable. So what you really want to ask yourself is how do I become unforgettable? How do I ask strong questions? How do I become a connection where someone's like, yo, we got to do this again? Or you looking for what? I know somebody. Because when that person connects you to someone else, they become a plug. They become an asset. You make them look good. So everyone has something to win and gain from connecting when done properly. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And that was excellent. And when I was listening to you, you made me actually think of a scenario, right? Like I totally agree with you as far as, you know, just the climate, so to say, in relation to entrepreneurship and everything. It could be transactional, right? And it's not as many coffee chats, you know, it's more consultations and things like that, right? And it could be tough. Like I, I remember a scenario where someone, oh, let's chat. And I thought it was legit like a get to know you chat because that's near and dear to my heart to actually get to know people. Yeah. Hence me having this podcast, you know, and wanting to learn more about women of color entrepreneurs. And then next thing you know, it turned into a sales call. And I was just like, oh my goodness, what the mm-hmm. heck is going on, right? So I think that line, you know, it, it's a it's a thin line and, and it's truly something to be aware of, right? You know, to make yeah. sure that we're coming across the way that we want to come across, you know, yeah. or maybe that's the way people want to come across. But I do agree that the the lasting, the lasting ones are are the ones that are looking, you know, to help. And of course, once you, it's reciprocal, right? Like it's just what the world gives. Like when you help, you get help, right? So I like that. And we should respect people's time. Like I'm an entrepreneur, I'm super busy. And depending on how someone wants to connect, I'm going to decide, does that make sense for the season I'm in? Does that make sense for my calendar, right? Now, if you want to connect and you're someone who really should be paying me for my services, right? That's another conversation. Now, if you see the work I'm doing and you're like, yo, I want to learn about how you got to where you got, like your journey is dope. You got 15 minutes. Yeah, I got 15 minutes all day. Right. So, and if you want to have a genuine conversation, that's different from you're trying to figure out how to grow your business and you just want to pick my brain to death and then bounce and you don't want to ask me anything rich and you don't want me to ask anything. That's different. You know what I mean? So to your point, it's, it could be a thin line. Mm, I like it. I like it. Look, I hope y'all taking notes. I hope y'all taking notes. We want you to show up as your best selves, you know, and shine that light and not repel the people that you may need in your life. Right. So that's excellent. All right. So let's talk about how changing what we think of ourselves can lead to career and business growth. Oh, my gosh. That's that's the whole. How much time you got? (laughs) That's the whole thing. Whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you are correct. That's it. So people come in and they're like, oh, I want to do a business plan. Oh, I want to get my resume fixed. What? No, that's like step four or five. You've got to do the personal work. Do I believe I deserve this? Do I believe this is possible? 
for me? Do I believe I am worthy of this? You say you want to make 100K, 200K, 300K. If you got that money tomorrow, would you feel worthy? Would you go and spend it all? Because subconsciously, you don't believe you deserve that level of money. You've got to deal with your traumas and the negative narratives. And I'm not saying you have to be perfect before you start or launch anything. But how you see yourself dictates how you do everything. There's a reason I had a client, she went into an interview and it was for a role that was like for essentially a quarter of a million when you do the total comp package. She's like, easy, it was a conversation. Because the way she sees herself, the, the level of value that she brings to the table and that she believes she carries, she exudes that. So whatever you believe about yourself is what you exude. So you could be saying one thing, oh, I think I'm a great candidate. Your facials, your body language, the time it takes you to respond. Why do you think you're avoiding certain things? Why do you think you procrastinate? It's because subconsciously you are uncomfortable with your next level and with that level up. It's so funny. And the thing is, we don't grow out of this. Every level brings its own set of challenges. I had a milestone. I had something great happen in my business. I had like a multiple five-figure sales day yesterday. And I looked around. I was like, wait. You know, my business colleague was like, girl, you did what? What happened? And I was just like, is the shoe going to drop? Is somebody going to say this is? And this is me. I do mindset work. I have a coach. It's to show you every new level brings its own devil. And so I had to sit down and be like, no, you deserve, this is your new level. Multiple five-figure days is your new norm. But it makes sense because you're building a multi-million dollar company. So get used to it. So yes, it's easy to talk a big game. I want a six-figure role. I'm on six-figure contracts. If someone knocked on your door tomorrow with a six-figure contract, would you know what to do with it? Would you be able to step into it and properly deliver on it? So how you see yourself dictates everything, dictates how you show up in the interview, dictates how you show up on the sales calls. Of course, someone wants to buy from you. You wouldn't buy from you. You don't even believe half the stuff you're saying right now. So if you don't do that internal work, you will waste your time and money in business and on this journey to landing your dream career. So whatever camp you're in, very similar tools. So I hope they answer the question. Mm, it did. And it did very passionately. I love that. I love that. So that is one of my favorite quotes. You know, who is that? Henry Ford. Right. One of my favorite, favorite quotes. Right. And definitely something to really take in, you know, and, and do whatever work. Right. So, you know, a lot of times we we think we believe, right? Like going to what you said, right? You could think you believe, but then what is your body language saying? You know, like what are all the other things? So, you know, on a conscious level, you believe, but subconsciously, do you also believe, right? And I do agree with you, like that negative self-talk, you know, and learning to, you know, conquer self is like one of the biggest things in relation to career, in relation to business, right? And it is a continual continual journey right so I think it gets easier though right like once you you know start to Mm -hmm. exercise like how they say a muscle right like Mm -hmm. once you go to the gym and you start lifting weights you know like going up to the next set of weights won't be as hard as if you walked in off the street right so once you start exercising that thing you know you'll get stronger in that area East, this is a lot, Easy. I look, I wasn't ready, y'all. Easy is very petite, you know, but she packing the punches, honey. She pack, she packing the punches. She packing the punches. Okay. We got merch. Go to winhersunited.com forward slash shop to check out the Winhers t-shirts. 
there are two options available for you in multiple colors. One is called the Winher's Courageous T-shirt and the other is called the Winher's Birthright T-shirt. The material is top-notch and the designs are too cute. Remember, you're a Winher every day, so you might as well wear the T-shirt. Get yours today at winhersunited.com forward slash shop. So let's talk about the mindset of a six-figure and multiple six-figure earner. What do we need to have as far as mindset and what do we need to let go of? Ooh. What do we need to have? You have to know you are the best or one of the best that has ever done it. You have to believe that the value you provide is indeed invaluable. Because the results, right? When we talk about people making money at this level, they're not just sitting around like picking their nose, right? Like companies <laughs> are not paying you multiple six figures. You're not producing multiple six figures in profit or revenue in your company because you're picking your nose or you're scamming people. I mean, there are scammers, but you know what I mean, right? Right. You're actually providing a service. You're doing something. There's a value exchange going on. And if you want to earn at that level, you have to believe the solution you bring to the table is worthy of the money you are exchanging, the money you are receiving. Because the moment you don't think you're worthy, you begin to self-sabotage. Like your subconscious goes, we got to get out of here. We're frauds and they're going to find out soon. So what you going to do? You're going to oversleep. What you going to do? Don't raise your hand for that promotion or for that project because they're going to find out. What you going to do? Oh, don't take that new client. And then you just avoid. You don't send invoices. You start doing weird things. Why don't you send the invoice? Oh, I don't know. I'll do it later. What? What do you mean later? Do you see what I'm saying? So you have to believe you're worthy to receive and that you deliver and you play at that level. That's a mindset right there. You have to believe that you deserve to have money and in excess and abundance. Because most of us, most of us as women of color know what it's like to struggle. And when you come into a good amount of money, you start to feel guilt. You start to feel greedy. You start to feel bad. You can do things out your friends can't do or your family members can't do. So if you're going to be a six-figure earner or a multiple six-figure earner, you have to get comfortable with money. You have to get comfortable with making more than just paying your bills and being in that abundance. If you're not, what happens? And so what I'm kind of doing is giving you the good and the bad at the same time. What happens? You get money, you spend everything. It's like, you got to get it out of here because I don't deserve it. And so everyone sees, oh, you flexing. She's on the ground with the bag. Da, da, da. You just have to get the money out of your hand as fast as possible because you are so uncomfortable with your new level and how much you make. So notice if you don't believe that you deserve it and that abundance is, yes, it's a part of the promise of God for your life and things he wants to give you and gift you and all these things, if you don't believe that, you're going to sabotage, right? So those are a couple things right there. Like you have to believe you're, what you're putting out, the value you're exchanging for that money that you're receiving is worth the money that you're receiving. You also have to believe that you deserve it. You also have to believe, and I believe in this strongly, that there are multiple opportunities for you. Mm. I had a client who walked away from a 160K offer because the company was not the right fit. And very soon after, she got a 180K offer. Mm. 
Because she's like, if I can do it one time, I can do it again. Okay. So people who make six figures or multiple six figures, they don't live in scarcity. They don't get scared if they make a post and someone comes under and, and posts something they do. They know there's billions of people in the world. I can't even service everybody. So, or if I wanted to collaborate, I'm not worried. So yes, we need to be strategic, of course, but there's an abundance mindset people at that level. There's a way they move that opens them up for multiple opportunities, multiple clients, because their mindset is just set at a different level. So those are a couple of things that you've got to think about and a couple of ways you've got to think if you're going to be a six-figure or multiple six-figure earner. Mm. Look, she did it again, y'all. She did it again. That was so good. Like, I could totally, totally relate to that, right? And I think it's just amazing how, you know, we experience life or we do things or things happen to where if you're not woke, as they say, you know, or, you know, like really being able to discern or perceptive of what's really going on, you'll brush it off. Right. But to think about the different layers, you know, and what they really mean. Right. And I'm thinking in relation to self-sabotage, like I'll never forget. I had a interview, you know, like I'm still in corporate. My lawyer listeners know, right. You know the stories. Right. But I had an interview, right? And literally put the interview at the wrong time on my freaking calendar. Like, I was so excited about the interview. I thought yeah. I was anyway, right? So is that mm-hmm. like even a form of self-sabotage, you know, in relation to, Nicole, what happened? Like, what happened? You know, like just thinking yeah. about, you know, stuff like that. Like, I think that's truly amazing. And, you know, really taking a deeper look at what it means. Like the stuff that's happening, you know, like what does it truly mean as opposed to that face value? There you go. And why that's so important, Nicole, that's why I said one of the best gifts you can ever give yourself is the gift of self-awareness. On the outside, people just pat you on the back. Oh, girl, you know, everybody puts their interview time at the wrong time. It happens to everybody or or you were stumbling on your words. And then, oh, it happens. No. Why did it happen to you? Why did you do that? And you have to be honest enough with yourself and say, why did I do that? Like if I had brunch with my girlfriends, I never get the time wrong. But all of a sudden I get the time wrong for a really big job. Is there a reason? How do I really feel? Well, actually I feel a little scared. I could make this much money. Do I want to make that much money? I say I want to, but okay, let's say I make 180K. How does that make me feel? What's the first word that comes up? Greedy. What girl, you, ha- you don't have enough school under your belt. You only been working for four years, five years, no master's, 180. No, you don't deserve that. Whoa, that's what I really feel? Is that what I just said to myself? Okay, so do you see that self-talk, like that conversation? That needs to happen. Because then if you can get to the root, then you stop self-sabotaging. Which is why people are like, oh, I've gone on 10 interviews. All these companies are trash. No, sis, there might be a pattern. You've been underpaid for 10 years. It might not just be the system. It might be you. Why do you keep letting people treat you like this? What do you believe about yourself and what you believe you deserve? Yeah, it's easy to blame the X-Man or blame this person or the isms, all the isms. Yes, the isms are at play, but there are women who look like you that are rising and they got one head. That's what my mom says in our culture. That person's had two heads. So what do they know that you don't? Oh, it's how they see themselves. Oh, it's how they position themselves. Okay, got it. So that's why we've got to do some more looking inward instead of pointing at everybody else. Mm, mm. That's good. Look, I'm going to leave that there, y'all. I might be signing up for EC program when we get off this call, y'all, because, you know, like we in this struggle together. Look, I ain't going to act like I got it all together because EC (laughs) let me know that I got some work to do, y'all. I got some work to do. 
Listen. Whew. I like it, though. I like it. You know, I feel like it's always work to do, you know, and whenever you feel like it's no more work to do, then what you doing? You know, what you doing? What you doing? Right. Yes. So let's talk about transitioning. Right. Like we did talk. Well, I just talked about, you know, me still being in still being in corporate. Right. But I also do want to transition to full time entrepreneurship. It is one of my goals. Right. So let's talk about that transitioning from full time employment to entrepreneurship. Okay. So when we talk about transitioning from full-time to entrepreneurship, what I always tell my people is this, collect those full-time checks until the business is at a point where you're like, if I worked this business full-time, I would make way more money because you'd be surprised what you could do part-time. And most people don't hit the tipping point where it's like, oh, wow, working my nine to five is actually robbing me of revenue. Most people don't get to that point if that makes sense. So what I would say is one, work the business on the side, test things. It took me a couple of years to really find my market and my target and get that clarity. Clarity is one of the most valuable things we could ever have. Because if you know what you're supposed to be doing and how you're supposed to be doing, the next step is execution. But a lot of business owners don't really know what the business is or what their offer is or how they want to show up or what service they want to offer or what product they, they need to do some tweaking. So Keep that day job, please. Don't let anyone trick you into quitting and did I need to quit so I can be on the beach. Business owners are out here doing more than nine to five most times, right? I'm years in my business now, so I have a team and you know I'm a mom of three and so my hours are better, but we out here working just like everybody else. So don't let anyone lie to you that it's just now you just do whatever you want, whenever you want. So just be super sober-minded Know why you want to be in entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. There are people who are working nine to five who are making great money. They have found great companies. They have great balance. They have a company giving them free money with their 401k. And they have time to consult on the side. So they're collecting all the checks. So just make sure that you're getting into entrepreneurship for the right reason. Make sure that you've worked with a coach, a strategist, someone, so that you're coming into the game and not wasting a bunch of time. Because you will find people, Nicole, who will take a year or two just figuring things out. It would have taken two sessions with a specialist, with a strategist, with a coach to get them all the way together. Having that nine to five gives you the money to invest. And then you're not building your business from a place of scarcity. People are out here building businesses and then they get one client and they eat up all the money. Ain't no money set aside for taxes. Ain't no money set aside for investing. Ain't no money set aside to actually pay for things in the business because they're living off of it. Or they have to make certain decisions or compromise in certain ways because they got to keep the lights on. Now, I know some people have certain situations, yes. But I'm saying if you have a job and you're transitioning, take your time. But when you feel that quickening or you feel that unction, like it's time to go, cool. But build a business with the weekends and the evenings. See how big you can get it. Can you get to 10K months? building your business on the side. Can you get to 15K months? Okay, to get to 20, 30, okay, we, the day job needs to go. Do you only need something that gets you an extra five, 10 and you're good? I like my day job. I like my life to be simple. I'm not trying to have a whole big team. You got to figure out what it is that you want instead of just jumping out and saying, I'm an entrepreneur. So those are some things I want people to keep in mind when they're transitioning. Take your time, understand the lay of the land. Now don't go too slow, but Take your time a little bit, understand what's going on and build that business with your evenings and weekends. See what it produces. See if you even like it. 
You might be like, this is ghetto. I don't want to <laughs> find my own clients. I don't want to find my own customers. I just want to sit around. I don't want to be marketing nobody's nothing on no social media. What is this? Let me go do my projects and mind my business. You might find that out. And that's okay too. So that's why I'm like, make sure you test the waters and keep that nine to five as long as you can because that insurance looks real good. But okay. mm, mm, preach, preach, easy. Preach, <laughs> you know. That's so funny. I love that, right? Because I teeter-totter in between. Yeah. You know, like I teeter-totter in between. Look, I live a real good lifestyle. You know, like I got me a nice house. I love to travel. You know, like I do the thing, right? But then it's also, you know, wanting to do more, right? So I teeter-totter between that. But I'll never forget when I had a mindset shift because I remember when I initially started my podcast, right? Like mm-hmm. I was just so sick of my job. You know, Mm -hmm. and it was like a resentment there. Right. And then someone told me or I probably saw it on social media where someone's like, my job is my biggest investor in my business. And I was like, you know, what? I'm about to adopt that mindset. My job is my biggest investor, you know, in the things I like to do toward my entrepreneurial journey. Right. And and that has given me a piece that I needed to where now, you know, the the desire isn't as strong. You know, it does come back when the people at the job get on my nerves, you know, but it's not like a constant thing. Right. So I do like that advice and I like to take it slow as well, even though, you know, sometimes I'm very much an all or nothing kind of person. Like I'm on all or nothing, you know, like I got to be in a frying pan for myself to produce. Right. But how much stress is that? Because they talk about how much stress entrepreneurship is. Right. They do say like they say people that's in entrepreneurship is like a tad bit crazy you know, on the crazy side, right? Because, you know, like you put yourself under a lot of stress, right? So, you know, gauging all of those and going back to that data, taking in all of that data. Look, EC told us the right way to do it. Now we go about it a different way and, you know, we don't get the results we want. We can't say we were not warned. We cannot say that. All right, EC. So talk to us about the last book you read and how it helped you. The last book I listened to was Psycho Cybernetics, and it's a book really on mindset. I listened to it on Audible, and it was really good. It's just, it's literally backing up everything we've spoken about today. One thing that I always think is interesting that I feel like a lot of people don't know, your brain can't differentiate between when something is happening in real life and when it's just your imagination, which is why they talk about the power of visioning. Because if your brain can see it, it's like, oh, that's what we're doing now. Oh, that's where we're going. Okay, cool. I'll become the person that you need to be so that that becomes a reality. So visioning is really, really powerful because it starts to condition your subconscious. Like this is who we are. And then you begin to become the person that you need to be to get the thing that is now being imprinted in your brain. Mm. So that's not just like manifesting. I'm going to sit around and hope and wave a wand and things are going to happen in my life. No, it's seeing it up here and then letting it translate to here, to your hands, to your action and causing your brain and your subconscious to come into agreement with your dreams and your goals. So it talks a lot. It's a really solid book. It's deep and it's rich. But if you can read that book, you will conquer a lot as it relates to your mindset. I like that. So I think one of the things that I was going to reference earlier and it jumped out of my head, look, stuff jump in and it jump out. Right. And I usually have notes, but I don't got my notes. So I think I'm doing a decent job without having taken my notes on the side. But anywho, I digress. It made me think 
fake it till you make it, right? And then I feel like sometimes I, it's like I agree with that, but then sometimes I don't agree with it because why I got to fake it? Why can't I just make it, right? But, you know, I've heard, I've heard people, you know, even from other women that I've interviewed talk about becoming her. You know, one of the previous podcast episodes is called Embody Her. You know, like whoever that future her is, you have to live as she lives now, you know, or put yourself into that mind frame now so that, you know, your outside reality catches up, you know, with what you have in your brain and the direction you're moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would change it to believe it until you make it. Not really fake it until you make it. Okay. I'm scamming going on. Right, right. The people get, let me get a client and I absolutely have no idea how to do the thing I said I know how to do that. That's faking it until you make it and people making it extreme. Believe it until you make it. Believe that that's you. Believe you are the person that can get that type of thing done. Believe. And then because your brain's like, oh yeah, we are the kind of person that offers these type of services and has these type of clients, your action begins to follow. You do the work, you study, you, and then you get the client. Now you can implement because you've already become that kind of person who has gotten that kind of client. So mm-hmm. I would say believe it until you make it. I like that. I, Cause I told you it was something about that. It's like, I don't really like the way it sounds. Okay. We got, we got a new one. Easy. That gave us a new one. Y'all. I like it. I'm, I'm adopting that. I'm adopting <laughs> it. So easy. Let, let's talk some self-care, right? Cause I, you know, like we do all of this work, we work in our businesses, we work in our careers, we're in our household. we, you know, friends, sisters, daughters, all of the things, right? So yeah. as a mom, look, I, I know these three things about you and I know it's it's and, 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 right? But as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, how do you balance it all? <laughs> do I balance it all? Can we Listen, talk about it? <laughs> right, right. How do I balance it all? So to be really transparent, I have a team at this stage of my business, right? And I built my businesses with my babies on my hip. And I got my business to a place where I could afford, I live in DC, childcare is like 1500 a kid. And you want to be able to pay that consistently. When I got to a place where I could afford childcare for my child on a consistent basis and I could put myself on payroll. So as the children grew, my business grew and I grew my team and growing my team took more off my plate. So I'm able to have balance because I have a team. I have a house manager slash nanny who supports us. Huge. I stop work at five every day. I do four or five. At, when I grab the kids, they're in after school. I grab them. We come home and we we chop it up. And so for me, how I've been able to balance is understanding I'm not performing open heart surgery, meaning anything I cannot do today, I can do tomorrow. Now, the type A top performer in me sometimes itch a little bit like, you know, I got these things to do. But other than that, as long as my clients are taken care of and no one is dying, it can wait till tomorrow. And I know that sounds really simple, but that has helped me balance. So instead of filling every moment with work and every moment with one of my to-dos, I give myself permission to turn off. On the weekends, I have a lot of fun with family and friends. We go out, we go to birthday parties, we do this, we do that. All that stuff is relaxing, right? And and takes my mind off of work. I also am married to a man who's amazing, a man who pays all my bills. And, you know, he's out here. We, we're doing kids together. He's doing bedtime. I'm, I got the baby who's eight months. He got the girls who are four and five. And he's just right there with me. And that has been 
one of the most invaluable things is having someone who actually believes in partnership and just loves me and, and believes in my vision. And he's never jealous or like, you go working on that business. Game. He could care less. He don't even care how much I make. I'm like, babe, I just did this. He's like, yeah, cool. And so it's so powerful because he's not like, there's no negativity or weirdness around the business. He's just, I mean, as long as you're good, you happy, you peaceful, you all right. And then sometimes he pulls me away, like, let the business, it's all right, put it down. So having a partner like that is awesome. And then also being a Christian woman, you know, looking in the word, what does Jesus say about my life? He's like, cast your cares upon me because I care about you. Give me your burdens. Yeah, that heavy thing you can't give that to me. And I'm tugging and he's like, give it, give it to me. Let it go and sit down. <laughs> I'm like, ah. so it helps to have a God in heaven that like gives me peace that passes all understanding. So you put all that together and it helps me to balance. And then I try to go to the spa. Like I'm actually going to drop a video on my experience at the Korean spa where they just have you all clothes off and stuff and they scrub you. Yeah. So my husband sent me to one. I was like, I could do this on a monthly basis. So it's just things mm. like that, you know, that just keep me balanced. I love that. I love that emphasis on the partnership, you know, oh. and the outsourcing, right? You know, listen, EC, we need you to do a class on where to find a good man from. We need we need that kind of class. Look, because what store can I go get one? Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about relationships all day. <laughs> I love that. And I love your cutting off. Right. So in all of that, you know, it sounds like surrounding yourself with the right people, you know, being OK with, you know, taking stuff off your plate. Right. So letting go of that control, you know, mm -hmm. and time management, you know, really, you know, doing good at time management. And you said, I know it sounds simple. It's not hard, but it is hard, if that makes yeah. sense. Like the concept of what needs to be done isn't hard. Now, yeah. us doing it can be, right? So going back yeah. to we can be our own worst enemy sometimes. We can self-sabotage sometimes, right? Which is why I bring these amazing women here to tell us the gems that they use, yeah. you know, and it's up to us on whether or not to implement those gems. It's so funny. So um, I think it's Maya Angelou who said, when you know better, you do better, right? But I changed that, right? So going back to, you know, like switching stuff up a little bit, I was like, eh. I don't know if I agree with that because you could know what to do. I said, mm -hmm. so once you know better, you have the opportunity to do better, right? Because you could know the thing and never yep. implement that thing, thing, right? So, yeah. you know, we're giving y'all the opportunity, right? And I'm thing. look, and when I say y'all, it's it's me too. We're talking to me too, y'all. Like, look, y'all know uh, we in this struggle together, you know? All right, EC. So tell us about your latest, well, you alluded to it, right? I don't know if you might have another one, right? Your latest win, right? Because we're on Win Hers United and we're all about celebrating the wins. So your latest win and why it's important to you. Oh, so yeah. Yesterday I had a multiple five-figure, you know, sales day and I didn't have a launch or anything like that. It was just, you know, good conversations with quality candidates and inviting them into the room. And the reason that excites me is it's cool to set a goal that you actually hit, right? It's it's really cool. I'm really driven by goals. I love it. I love numbers. I love metrics. And it's also cool because honestly, Nicole, like a woman stepping into the room means a life changed forever. Like you can tell I'm very passionate about this work. So the money is good. It's cool. It's great. What's more exciting though, is knowing that 
when this woman comes in and does this work, she will literally never be the same. She will never under earn. She will never sit in self-doubt. And when self-doubt comes, she has the tools and strategies to combat it. She can make sure her daughter and her sons know what it's like to be in roles that they love. She can get that promotion. She can have that powerful conversation. And now that she's happy, you know, home is happier. Because when you don't love your work, Nicole, it impacts everything. You got an attitude with everybody. You don't even know why. Going to bed Sunday night, stomach is hurting. You feel sick, stressed, because you don't want to go to this job. So knowing that we're going to break all of that off of her life and to have her live her purpose, I love it. And then you live your purpose. You turn around and you impact like 10, 20, 30, 50 people. And that's, that's connected to me. So this is the fastest way for me to change the world. If I change 10 people, that really is like me changing like 100 in one go. So I love it. Bring me all the people. So this year, our goal is to impact and transform the lives of at least 250 women. Mm. If you do the math, that's probably going to be like 10,000 people I change. (laughs) Through that, excluding social media hits and people watching my video, just through these women, them being in their workplace, them being in their families, their generations to come, all of it. So it's also very selfish. I just want to change the world. And this is like one of the fastest ways for me to do it. I love that. I love it. Well, congratulations. Like that's super, super amazing. And I do, I totally agree with you, right? Like it's a ripple effect. I think it's a, it's a quote by Mother Teresa. Look, I don't got it off the top of my head, y'all, but it's a quote. And it talk about that pebble and that ripple and how the ripple keeps going, right? So y'all look it up and send me an email and let me know exactly what it is, right? Yeah, and it goes to, so the tagline I created for this podcast is be empowered and empower on, right? Like mm-hmm. come get this knowledge, be empowered and go empower somebody else with what you have taken away today so it is just speaking directly to that right and and kindred spirits right with wanting to change the world so (sighs) i love it so easy tell us what being a winner means to you we have a saying in our company i want to leave this world on e empty and that's what being a winner is to me is leaving this world on e knowing that i have done what God has called me to do. And I have done it well. I have transformed lives. I have impacted those I was called to impact. And that I too have lived a rich, and when I mean rich, I mean high quality life. Because, you know, Black women, we love to martyr. We love to just, ooh, die for everybody else and make sure everybody's fine. And we, mm -mm -mm -mm. I want to live a rich, high quality life surrounded by people I love in peace. And I want to teach people how to do the same. So that's what winning and being a winner looks like to me is living out my God-given purpose and finding peace in my life and then translating that and transferring that to others. Mm, I love that. I love that. That That's one of my prayers. Yeah. When I leave here, I want to leave here empty. So I love that you have incorporated that within your company, right? Look, y'all, Easy Company sound like a good company to work for. If y'all are looking for a job and she got one open, you know, y'all need to holler because I'm just loving all of the things, right? All right, so Easy, tell us any parting words or advice you have for us and then where we can find you and connect with you. Yeah, parting words, do not settle. If you know that right now in your life, you are not happy 
and the version of the life you have built, whether you were in a good job or good business, has become a prison to you, whether others know it or not. I want to encourage you to get free. You are not a tree. You can move. It is never too late to recreate your life, to live the life of your dreams, because that's the only life worth living. So I want to encourage you that this year, let this be the year you begin to live out the dream version and the purpose version of your life. Mm, that was good. <laughs> Thank you to go. Now, where can you find me? ECMemon.com. So I-S-I-M-E-M-E-N.com. I am on LinkedIn. I am on Instagram. If you listen to this podcast and you enjoyed it, send me a note. I respond to everything. And if you want to learn more about our work, ECMemon.com backslash start. And you can learn more about the work we do in Fulfilled and how we can help you transform your life. EC. Thank you so much. Listen, I'm just taking the back. I'm taking the back. Look, (laughs) I truly enjoyed it. So appreciate just all of your knowledge and just everything that you poured out for us today. Thank you for having me, Nicole. I loved it. You're welcome. I really enjoyed this interview with EC and I hope you did as well. My takeaway for today is EC's parting words. The only life worth living is the one of your dreams. This really touched me and has me contemplating on what changes I need to make to ensure that I live my dreams. Because right now, this is not completely the case. But enough about me, how about you? What's your takeaway from this episode? Send me an email and let me know. My email is winhersunited at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. One of my models is sharing is caring. So I sure hope that you care to share. Also, don't forget to go to winhersunited.com forward slash podcast. This is where you'll find the show notes for this episode. So you can read EC's full bio, get the links to connect with EC, get the cash app handle for Winhers United, Get the direct link to my Buy Me A Coffee page. Get the link to get your Win Hers t-shirt and more. We'll be back in two weeks with another amazing, winning woman of color entrepreneur. But until then, as always, be empowered and empower on.